All right, I'm back, guys. I know it's been some time, like a couple of weeks, but life always finds a way to kick you in your ass, and you just do what you got to do. So I'm here now um, by myself, as you can see, which is fine because this is my shit anyway, so why not? Um, I hope everyone had a good New Year's. I pretty much didn't have a good one because I was sick my birthday and my New Year's. My birthday December 30th, and unfortunately, I had the flu, so... Um, didn't really do much, went out to eat with two of my girlfriends and then um, pretty much went back to the house and fell asleep like an old lady. And then also New Year's, we attempted to go out. We was out and went to go see one of my bartender girlfriends, Brittany, shout out to Brittany. She um, got me lit, I took like four or five shots, don't even remember, but I do remember staying till 12, then once 12 hit, I was like, yeah, it's time for me to go. So 28 is definitely kicking me in my butt. I feel young, but my body feels old because I'm not hanging in like I used to, you know what I mean? Like I used to be able to throw them back and be good, but now I'm throwing them back and going to sleep like an old lady. <laughs> so um, besides that, besides being sick, I'm much better now and I'm back. I'm, I'm ready to take on the rest of the year with this podcast because uh this is my baby I'm I'm excited I've been itching to get here stuff been holding me back but like I said I'm here um when we last came when we last stopped we started I stopped off at growth I wanted to pick that up because uh especially is important for the the new years not saying because it's a new year you have to grow instantly but you you sort of kind of want to Think into like your flaws and what you want to change about yourself, not just for a relationship that you're in or any relationships in your life, your friends or your family, just for yourself. Growth is very important as you get older, as you, you know, as you become an adult, because a lot of mistakes you, you're going to make as an adult it, um, is a part of your growth. A part of growth is making mistakes. You grow from them. And if you make the mistakes and you're not growing from them, then that's a red flag. That's something you got to start tapping into yourself and figuring out, all right, what's the root of the problem? How do I figure this out? Um, me personally, I have grown a lot. Um, definitely could remember my stages being young, a young lady into now becoming an older adult, going into my 30s. Um, it's pretty hard when you're trying to figure out life itself and life itself is literally kicking you in your ass. But like I said, the red flags are always there. Your ancestors are always watching you. Your maker, whoever you believe in, who created you is watching you and definitely guiding you. And you definitely have to not ignore the red flags. When I say red flags, I mean, for instance, you keep putting yourself in certain situations with certain people or not even just certain people, just in, just certain things and you keep getting the same outcome. And it's like, what am I doing different? What's the, like, what's the problem, what's the problem? And the problem is yourself. You're not looking within the mirror, looking yourself, looking and see where the root, where it stems from. So I just want, it's major, especially for our black people because you know we've been through a lot history, history wise and as well as just generational wise, there's a lot of generational curses that I feel like needs to be broken and that's not gonna happen unless you grow and you figure out the root of all the problems. Um, I want to say as well, in your stages of growth, look at the people you outgrow because you will outgrow a lot of people. Not everyone's meant to continue on the journey with you. 
everyone isn't growing and changing in the same pace as you, which is okay because everyone's their own human. That's how it's supposed to work. And that's just how life works. So don't be, you know, afraid of friendships that you feel in your spirit and your gut because your mind, yeah, your mind is attached to the body, but your gut and your spirits, those are your ancestors leading you, telling you, guiding you. Those are the red flags I'm telling you. So friends, friendship is very important because those tend to fade away as you get older, which is okay because sometimes like, you know, life kicks you in the butt. Like I said, you have people that are working, doing what they got to do. So, you know, friendships grow out, but real friendships always remain the same. Like I have a lot of my friends where I don't talk to them all the time, but when we do talk, it's like, we just talked yesterday. So it's, it's genuine like we uh, we all understand like we have life we're adults we have stuff we need to do we have to work we have bills we need to pay but we always find time to you know make girls night out or whatever just to have time for us friendship and put life on pause because it's very important to enjoy life and not just let work kick you in your butt but um friendships don't be scared of them to outgrow because a lot of them as you always heard, some people are seasonal, some people are reasonable, and some people, I guess, are here for longevity. But you have to know the breaking point of friendships. So, for instance, if you have a friend or a group of friends that, um, for example, I had a friend, she was um, doing her thing, trying to, you know, rap or whatever the case may be, and a group of us were friends since, what, high school, I want to say. A lot of us knew each other before high school. But um, anyway, we basically, long story short, she felt as though there wasn't no support there. So the reason why I bring this up, because support in friendships is very, very important. Because in a friendship, yeah, it may not be what you're, you know, makes you excited, but a friend is your, your other half, just like your significant other. In my opinion, that's how I look at it. So if I'm excited for something, and you're my friend, I feel as though you should be excited for me just as well as I'm excited. Yeah, it may not be something that you're interested in, but that's not it's not about you. That ties into being not selfish in a friendship. Friendship is, is no selfish in it. Like I said, a friendship is just like a relationship. So if a friend is excited about something, a journey that she's doing, support them. Now, necessarily, you don't have to be there physically to support them, but emotionally, verbally, all that ties into one, and that all helps. So... Back to my old friend, she felt as though people weren't supporting her, which, you know, I get. But in the same token, it's in that instance is where was the support there, vice versa, because a lot of people will want you to support them and be there for them. But vice versa, they're not, you know, they're not receiving the same, well, giving out the same expectation that they expect for people to do to them. So that's very important to remember um, just treat people how you want to be treated in a friendship as well. Not as long, just not in a relationship. Um, a friend never judges. Judges. Uh, a friend never judges you, no matter the situation. Yes, I am the type of friend where if you do, if you are in a problem and you come to me, and depending on the level of the problem. I'm going to always keep it 100 with you, no matter if you want to hear it, don't want to hear it. Nine times out of 10, my friends come to me for realness anyway, and that's what I'm going to give. So depending on the level of the situation, I'm not judging, but I am in the back of my head, which as well as saying to you, if it's stupid, it's stupid. So you have to, 
not saying judge. No, because I'm not saying I'm judging necessarily. I'm just saying if I was in your shoe, I wouldn't be going through what you're going through. But that's me. We're different humans. So I'm not necessarily judging you, but I'm necessarily letting you know that the truth is your whatever the problem is, whatever the situation is, is nine times out of ten retarded. And it's common sense to just remove yourself out of the situation. Now, I get it. Sometimes it's easier said than done. But if you're sitting there questioning it and it's not a good feeling in your gut, let it go. Because anything that doesn't sit well in my gut, I'm not dealing with it. And that's that. My peace and my sanity is always going to come first. So as a friend in, in that type of situation, it gets a little sticky because, like like I said, a friend like me, I'm going to always be 100. I'm always going to be real. And even if your situation is dumb and it's something that I want to put myself in it, I'm going to let you know. But I'm not judging you. So I think there's a difference. Um, a friend just basically is just your right-hand man, your corner, your your peace, and the pe- people that you could count on to always have your back that's besides just not blood. Um, like I said, throughout the years, you know, people get busy and friendships fade. So a real friend's going to be there and a friend that's not supposed to be in your corner is going to fade and it's okay. And that's just what, that's not even just for friendships. That's what relationships, the significant others, your family, whoever is not meant to be in your corner, in your energy, in your space will be removed without you having to do anything. What's done in the dark always comes out to the light, not saying something technically happened, but that's just a life quote in general. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I had to really say on friendships. Um, one of my friends wanted me to answer this question. I don't know why, but she said she wanted to hear about what's a deal breaker in a relationship for me. And I don't really have deal breakers because I'm not that type of girl because I myself have a lot of flaws and stuff that I need to work on. So I would like for people to give me the chance. But I will say one of my biggest deal breakers is someone not trying to grow because I am big on growing and becoming a better version of yourself every single day. So if you're in a relationship with someone and they're basically okay with how stuff is going and yeah stuff can be going good but stuff can always be doing great if you put more effort into it and if I don't see that effort from them then that's definitely a deal breaker because I am a person who constantly like in my head I think I could do everything I want to play the drums I want to do this I want to do that and eventually I will get to do everything in my head that I want to do that's just me now if you're going to be my other half and my significant other you have to have that same mindset not necessarily saying like you have to want to conquer the world the way I want to conquer the world because that's just me but you have to be open and willing to do other adventures and not just be comfortable because when you're comfortable then you're in your safe zone and being in your safe zone in this world in this lifetime is not where you want to be trust me so um that's one of my deal breakers another deal breaker I will have to I will have to say is someone who is very feminist and masculine, like everything's female role, male role. I don't like that one bit because I'm a female who thinks I could do everything. Once again, conquer the world. But not necessarily, I I don't like the whole idea of women should be the ideal housewoman or you should cook and you should clean and the marriage and the kid, all that. I'm like, yeah, I get it. That's the modern Western way you should do things. But... I don't see it that way. I see it as what's written for me is going to happen. So like men out there in their brain, in their little world that they live in, they think that 
that's the way the world should work and that's how relationships should work. And no, I don't believe in that. If that's what you believe in, that's good for you, but that's a deal breaker for me. I believe in 50-50 as far as in the relationship and not necessarily 50-50. I believe in when I'm down and you're up, you hold me up. When you're down and I'm up, vice versa. So um, if you can't deal with that and you think I should be the woman technically in a relationship where I do everything, then yeah, that's that's just not gonna work. Um, another deal breaker would be insecurities. I don't like insecure men. And it's a big, that's one of probably the biggest turn off ever because I'm not an insecure person. There's a lot of flaws about me, like I said, that I don't like, but I don't let that break me because I'm in deeply in love with myself. So um, as I grow, I work on my flaws and all that, but I don't let insecurity get to me. Like I had insecurity problems probably when I was younger, I wanna say, but then once I became like in my early 20s, I started realizing, you know, I am very powerful as a woman, not just looks wise, brain wise, mental wise, everything about me is very powerful. So to me, there's nothing really insecure that I really, well, that I wouldn't project to the world to be like, oh my God, I'm depressed about this and that. Whatever I feel like I'm insecure on, I keep that between myself, I work on it, but I will never let the world know that. You will never know that about me. So I need my man to be just as positive and secure about himself, just as me. Because it's very important that's what keeps your energy, your positivity going. When you're thinking negative about yourself, that's the type of error in the era that you're bringing out into the air and your universe. So you don't want to be that person that's negatively thinking about themselves or not even just looks wise, just inside. Because if you feel that way about yourself, nine times out of 10, that's the what you're projecting to the world. And me personally, the negative, it's not, that's not the way to be. Um, neg being negative is very draining, so I don't understand how people could do it. But um, it comes from just being insecure. When you're miserable and you're insecure about yourself, you just your energy is negative. Everything around you is negative. You want to bring people down with you, like they said, miserably loves company, and that's just a major turnoff. Like I don't like that, especially in um, and I get it in my black men nowadays. It's hard to feel, you know, the way you want to feel because of society and how social media portrays but I don't want you guys to feel that way I don't feel that way about myself when they say stuff about black women that's that's the media that's what they portray that's the that's the way of basically brainwashing you so I don't look at that I look at reality the truth and I feel as though all my black queens and kings are gorgeous all different shades all different shapes facials everything everything's just just beautiful about us so I feel as though um if I feel that way about myself, you should feel just as, just the same way. And, and if not, then that's definitely a deal breaker. Um, I can't have insecurity around me. Uh, insecurity is very major nowadays because social media plays a big part in that. People are so busy looking at what other people are doing rather than just focusing on themselves and what they need to do to better themselves. And if it's something that you hate about yourself, work on it. The world doesn't need to know. I damn sure don't need to know, I damn sure don't care, I damn sure don't think the world cares, but obviously if you have to project it out there, then you care, so that's something you need to work on. Whether it's talking to somebody or just dealing it within yourself. But I, like I said, I don't want no one 
and just a human being to feel insecure about anything about themselves because God made you the way you are for a reason. And of course, you're not supposed to be perfect. And anyone who's perfect, pie is nine times out of ten boring. And we don't like boring. So, um, yeah, if you just you feel something that you don't like about yourself, change it. That's it. Just dig deep and get to the root of it. Um, it was another question that my girlfriend wanted me to get into as well. Um, it's a part of like deal breakers, I guess. But she was also talking to me about um, women having kids. And it's a touchy subject because nowadays, you know, um, there's a lot of women that I do know that do struggle with having kids. So it's, like I said, it's a touchy subject. But to me personally, in my opinion, uh, I would love to have kids. Not saying that it, it happens, oh my God, I'm like sad or depressed, but I'm not rushing for it because nowadays kids are expensive as hell. And I can barely afford myself, but I'm just not in a rush. I feel like everything is placed on timing and everything is placed for your calling and your written. So I just feel as though that's not my calling in my written right now. I got a lot, a lot more to accomplish for myself, which sounds really selfish, but it's the truth. Um, I want to accomplish a lot more for myself before I make that next step, because the next step is not about me. It will be about whoever I, you know, whatever I bring into this world. So I want to get all my selfish traits out first, I want to say, before I get into that. But um, I'm, a lot of my friends always ask me, like, do you, you know, what age do you see yourself? And I don't really see an age because, like I said, I'm, I go with the flow. Whatever's written for me is going to happen. My timing is my timing. So if I'm 40 and I have kids, then great, so be it. Um, Now, if it never happens, then... I'm okay with that too, in a weird way, sad to say, but it's the truth. Um, I know in my mind I'm always going to adopt because ever since a child, I don't know, I just always wanted to adopt a child. So I know that is going to happen when I don't know, but I do know for a fact if I don't naturally birth one, then I definitely will adopt. But if I am in a relationship where my significant other wants to have kids, then definitely is an option. Well, not definitely is an option. I mean, like, definitely it will happen because, of course, I will want to do anything my, well, he will be my husband because I'm no one's baby mother. But, um, yes, if my husband at the time will want to have kids after marriage, then I'm all for it. But that just goes back to me basically trying to say I don't do the whole baby mother thing. Like, I get it. Some people, it's not planned and, you know, shit happens. I get it. But I'm very, very cautious when it comes to that because basically of my upbringing, I grew up in a single family home and always told myself that I don't want to raise my child the same as me. Like, there's nothing wrong with how I was raised in my upbringing. I was fine. I was great. I got everything I wanted. But I always had not, what was I about to say, insecurities? Mm -mm, that's not the word I always had um thoughts in my head of how lonely it felt sometimes to not have like you know you watch the family matters or Fresh Prince of Bel-Air like the whole family thing you watch that and you always wonder what it felt to have that so um unfortunately I didn't have that situation which is fine I still grew up to be uh I think a magnificent woman but 
like I said, I always wanted my child to have a better life than me. So I didn't want my child to grow up to feel that way. So I always told myself, you know, anybody I do end up marrying what, well, anyone I would like to have kids with, I would have to be married to them first. That's just me. Now, like I said, life does happen, stuff does happen, but I'm very cautious with that. So I don't think I'm worried about that anytime soon. Um, yeah, so with women, if you, you are feeling like, you know, you're getting old and you feel like you need to have kids now, it's okay to feel that way, but I necessarily, necessarily don't think that it's a rush for it. I mean, yes, the older you get, the more the complications are, but everything is in your maker's hand. That's how I look at things. You can't tell me, no doctor can't tell me nothing. Can nobody tell me that it was written for me, it's written for me. And can't no one take that. So don't have those doubts that, and it doesn't make you less of a woman either. Because like I said, there's there's kids out there that needs that need homes too that you can adopt. So don't let no one tell you that because you you know you can't have kids or you don't want to have kids that it doesn't make you a woman because that's complete bullshit. And um, they can shove that shit up their ass with all that bull. So um, yeah, that's that. Um, I had another question, but I didn't really like that question, so I'm going to skip over that. Um. I also wanted to get into um, your negative trait that goes back into growth as we're all tying down into the same thing. If you have um, negative traits about yourself, which I think all of us do, you have to really sit back and take accountability for stuff that you do or may say or stuff that you, you just know that it's just not appropriate or it's just nasty. So. Um, face that's, that comes with facing your truth. Like everyone makes mistakes. Everyone is not perfect. But when you don't take accountability or don't face the truth of reality, that's, that's a big no, no, because that's blocking. That's part of your red flag. That's a part of your life, you know, that gets thrown at you that you're supposed to take, diagnose, see what's the problem, get to the root of it. And if you don't do that, that's, basically is stemming your growth. So you you want to start looking into some negative traits of, your, of yourself that you're, you're not really too fond of or some of your friends or family may tell you that they don't really like about you. And it's, it's it may be some things that you can be like, um, well, I don't see why. But you have to always remember to put yourself in other people's shoes sometimes because something you may not be able to see, they definitely, definitely can see. So you want to take that in, con into consideration. Um. Negative traits can also be um, can be very self can make you very selfish because, like I said, if someone's telling you something about yourself that you may not necessarily see and you you don't find anything wrong with it, that's just selfish because now you're you're not giving a fuck about what your loved one is trying to help you with your growth. So you want to also take like I said, taking consideration take take your shoes off, put yourself into someone else's shoes and how you may see, you know, how, what they don't, what you don't see. But I say that because there's a lot of negative traits about me that, um, I definitely started to work on this year. Um, starting with not letting people, you know, take me out of character a lot because people tend to do that. Um, but that stems from them being insecure and that stems from them being miserable. So when people are miserable, they try to bring you down. But um, I'm definitely working on that because I really don't like 
to pe- for people to bring me out of my character because it's hard to bring me back. Um, I treat people how I like to be treated, which is just sweet, genuine, good-hearted, and that's how the world, the whole, the world, whole world thought like that shit would be living in a way sweeter world. But unfortunately, we don't. So you, as a human being, you have to take the time out to fix what's wrong with you. Because when you do positive and you you think positive, positive things return back to you. You don't want negative energy in your life. I'm telling you, because nothing good comes from it. You can have all the money in the world, and if you could be, if you're just nasty and mean and rude, it you can you can lose that just as fast as you got it. So you you just want to take into consideration that the er, the error that you bring out into this world, that's what you you want to receive back. So, um, with facing your negative traits, like I said, you just want to stem to get to the root of it. What's the problem? How can I fix it? And it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. It may take years. But the fact that you're facing it is step one. So that's a progress. And that's a huge progress. Because like I said, a lot of people don't like to take accountability. They want to point fingers. They wanna... And necessarily, nine times out of ten, a lot of your negative traits or bad flaws that you see in yourself, it, it does stem down from like family roots or not just family roots, but things that your environment that you grew up around and stuff like that, which I get, but just because of that, that doesn't make you or define who you are as a person. So don't use that as a crotch or an excuse for, you know, behaving or being just nasty and mean or just having negative and flaws about you that you feel as though you don't want to work on. Um, Like I said, it's not going to be easy. It's going to take time, but the first step is taking acknowledgement and that's major because a lot of people don't do that. Um, you also it also helps when you remove yourself from negative surroundings because I um, found myself when I was younger, my younger twenties, surrounding myself with just negative, negative, negative energy, and I didn't realize that it was rubbing off on me because in my head I'm like, um, I'm not negative, I'm perfectly fine. But when you're in that surrounding, you don't realize that you you do become negative not necessarily may not be as negative as the people around you but it rubs off so you want to be aware of your product of your surroundings you want to surround yourself with positive people that uplift you um that don't talk about people that don't judge that are just basically positive influences and they want to see you do good because not a lot of people, trust me, the people you think are rooting for you are not rooting for you. They are negative Nancys and they have negative ways about themselves that they don't see or find the need to change. So that sort of blocks them from wanting to see other people, you know, be good and change and be positive and bring out positive energy. So you just want to surround yourself with the right people. That also helps with changing and growing and becoming a better you um what time is it mikey i feel like i've been talking for hours <laughs> no how many more minutes i got oh really okay not bad all right well <coughs> um i did also want to talk about um, using your time wisely on 
different things besides uh, social media or just the internet. If you do, there's nothing wrong with surfing the internet a lot, which I tend to find myself doing a whole lot to the point where my fucking hand is cramping. But you, you want to also take the time out to educate yourself. I think it's very important for you to, well, I think it's very important that knowledge is power. Um, it don't matter how much money you're making, how much money you think you're going to make or whatever the case may be. If you don't have that knowledge, you, I don't think you'll go far in life. So you want to, um, read a lot of books, read up on books, not only just educational books, but if you have something that makes you happy or that you want to learn more about, just read a book on it. You don't have to necessarily buy the book. You can get books on audio, online, on a whole bunch of platforms on your phone that you can find. Um, you want to start looking into just not putting more knowledge in your brain. You know, some of us are still in probably college or necessarily want to go to college. I I say do what you do what's best, but don't rely on it. I say that you should educate yourself just as much as they educate you because it's way more important to educate yourself. Um, I'm, I don't think the knowledge that we was taught was the truth. Well, I know that it's not that I don't think I know for a fact. So once I learned that I itched, like literally itched for me to know the truth of not only my history, but my ancestors and where I come from, because if you don't know where you come from, you don't know where you're going to go. And that is the truth. So once I started researching the knowledge on not even just my black American heritage, but my African heritage, it gave me so much more knowledge that I felt so much more powerful than I ever felt. Um, I'm going to do an episode where I get into that more because I want, it's, it's a lot. And um, I think it's very interesting. And I think a lot of us could take a lot from it because I definitely took a lot from it. But like I said, it just made me more knowledgeable and more powerful. So I I just read up on it a lot and just see a lot of the um, past that wasn't taught to me that I had to teach on my own. But it's fine because they don't want you to win. So, of course, they're going to teach you the negatives and all the stuff that they feel as though you are worth, which is not true at all because we are worth a lot. We are, we are powerful people, man. Like, I wish all of us understood that and knew that because if you did your move differently, your mindset will be differently. Everything about you would just be differently, but I'm definitely going to do an episode on that. So definitely look out for that one. That's going to be an interesting episode. Probably have a couple of guests on here to get into that with me. Um, so yeah, I want, I want my people to start really looking into looking into their history, their real history. And I'm not saying go do one, two, three genetics or whatever the hell those things are called, uh, ancestry, because that's just giving your, um, excuse my language, that's just giving your your uh, information to them. So don't do that. But just there's, def there's definitely ways you can look into finding out your heritage and where you come from because um, I have an ex who... Actually, I can't even remember how he looked into his heritage, but he found out that he he was like Cherokee Indian and stuff like that. And it was very interesting because he was just once he found out one thing, it was just triggered into him learning more and more and more. And it, it just made him feel more powerful as a as a black man in America and not feel like 
you know, weightless or powerless because like I said, we are, we, we have a lot of power to us. We hold a lot of power and that's why they try to bring us down. So it's just the way, like when I found out about my heritage, it made me feel powerful. It was the same with his and he would go on different like museums and stuff like that. And he'll like call me and tell me and he just sounded so excited. So I want, I want my people to really start looking into that and, when you do that, you'll start realizing that a lot of our past and a lot of our future comes from generational curses. So I, that's one thing in 2020 I'm like praying that our people start working on is breaking these generational curses because um, they stem from the history and the, the past of our people. And a lot of you guys may not know that. Um, I learned that because I went to a museum in Philadelphia. I forgot the name of it. I wish I remembered it because it was a really, really good museum. Um, it showed all of the history, the real history of slavery, not just the one that you learned in school. It, sh it showed us like real uh, slave stuff. And it was just really interesting. And she showed us a lot of like generational curses that I didn't even realize. Like, for example, the whole stripper movement thing that in our black culture that we do um that's been from since slavery days they'll find like the biggest biggest booty bit, uh girl and put her up for display and make her shake her ass and i don't think she got tipped for it the way our strippers are getting tipped now but either or that whole shaking ass in front of men and all that that comes from you know the past the history of uh, slavery i'm not saying necessarily you want to break strippers because i like strippers but i want people to realize that that's that's a generational curse that needs to be broken as well um black men having babies and basically not taking care of them it may not seem like one but that's a generational curse that's been going on since slavery days you know they used to find the biggest black man in the the, the whole village probably with the biggest dick or whatever and make him sleep with all these women and have babies for them so they can have more slave babies. And basically, sometimes I think they will sell, don't get me wrong, I don't know if they will sell the guy necessarily for to another plantation just so they don't have access to the kids that they birthed. But um, yeah, that's, that's just what goes on now. Nowadays, I think it's getting better with our black men taking care of their kids because... Um, a lot of my black friends, black male friends, there are wonderful dads. I don't think I don't have one that isn't because if he was a terrible Debbie dad, I would definitely let him know because I don't hang out with people like that. So like I said, I think our black men are doing much better with that, but that is a generational curse too that needs to be broken. Because like I said, that's them back, that stems back from slavery days, having babies and just not taking care of them. Um, it's a lot more. I'm gonna get into that with that episode as well with general to finish off the general um curses and the history and stuff um but i yeah i definitely would love for my people to read more get up on your history more figure out why a lot of things are the way they are and just know the truth it's very important to know the truth because like i said if you know where you come from you know where you're going and that knowledge is going to give you power and trust me when i say it like i Never felt so powerful reading the truth of my people because you, you're you used to seeing the slavery bull or, you know, just this crap that's not positive. doesn't make you feel the beauty of who you are, the complexion or whatever the case may be. But when you read up on the realness, I'm telling you, like you're going to feel 
nothing about how America wants you to feel. You're going to feel the real truth and identity of the black ma- black magic that you really have inside. So that's um, I want you guys to really look into that. I have a couple of books. I'll probably li- I'm going to list after um, on this video. I'll, I'll list them if you're interested in reading some PDFs that you don't have to really. Uh, buy you can just download it to your phone and access it whenever you want on your books app i have a couple that i'll probably list up there that are really really good um yeah i just um want you guys to really just read up on your knowledge you don't have to read all day every day but even if it's just an hour after time just every day to read not even every day actually because i don't even read every day but um, when you get the time, like that time you're bored and you're just on social media scrolling and looking at people's stories or just liking dumb pictures of celebrities and internet gossip and all that dumb shit, just take your time out and read. An hour won't kill you. Um, pretty much, I think I'm done. I won't really, I didn't really prepare myself today. <laughs> it, was, it was a rush, <laughs> but I got it. I got it done though. So it's better than nothing. You know what I mean? I came up here with something. <laughs> and it was weird doing this by myself. I wasn't ready to do it by myself. That's true. That is true. That is that is definitely true. You got to get to know me by myself. It wasn't bad, though. But, um, yeah, I'll catch you guys on the next one.